0: really enjoying the music that we were singing and it just brought me great joy and pleasure to know who God is and how he has loved us. And, uh, yeah, it just brought me to a really good place to so thank you the music team. Uh, it's a beautiful thing to be reminded of who we are in Christ. And um, toward the end, one of my thoughts was just singing and crying and I just thought, well, why am I talking about anger today? <laughs> I am not particularly angry tonight, but that, I mean, I think well, the Psalms, it, it, it starts in lament, and it moves to praise, and um, many of the first 10 to 15 Psalms, I mean, there, there, there was a mention of anger in just about every one of them, I mean, there's an exception in that Psalm, but uh, there just a lot of anger in the first in the first few Psalms, actually, so Robbie could put that up there, so we're looking at Psalm 4, so if we're going out of order, my name is Chris. Chris Sada. i on PCS staff. John Shirk was supposed to be giving a message tonight, um, but he's not feeling well, so we're going to come tomorrow. So we're just flipping ahead to Psalm 4. We're, uh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the uh, modern angry uh, Trinity right there. Uh, but yeah. God gives our anger with peace and rest. That's right. There's anger from inside out. the incredible hog and red, the angry bird. Um, with the anger to the next slide, Robbie. It's more seriously, like I said, anger shows up a lot. You've got Psalm 1, the scoffer expresses his contempt for good things. That's an angry person. Psalm 2, 12, those who do not honor or kiss the sun uh, will face or arouse his anger. Psalm 3, Psalm 4, which is where we'll be tonight. Psalm 5, Psalm 10, there's a lot about anger and injustice in these psalms. Um, and, and David cries out to, to God. To shatter the teeth of the wicked, chapter or verse or Psalm 3, and to break the arm of the wicked, Psalm 10. Even in Psalm 6, David, it's another Psalm of David, he sees the own sin in his life. I mean, a lot of the Psalms in the first 10, 15 Psalms, David's looking outward. Psalm 6, he's looking inward. He sees the own sin in his life, and he cries to God in mercy. He says, you know, do not treat me according to your, you know, justifiable anger because of, of what I've done and who I am. So the psalms the, the end with praise and thanksgiving and joy, but they really begin with lament and anger in many cases. And I was thinking, well, why is that? And I think it, it, part of it has to be because all of us experience anger. It is universal. Um, and, and so that's where a lot of the psalms begin. Uh, we all have an issue with anger, and so at some point we will connect with where these Psalms take us. And if you don't believe me that you struggle with anger or that you can be an angry person, I I can prove it. Like, How do you feel when somebody forgets to thank you? Or when a friend cancels last minute on lunch with you? Or when you are misunderstood or falsely accused? Or when you're in a group project and your partner doesn't pull his or her weight? Or what about when you have an expectation that doesn't come through, like a job, or an internship, or a relationship, or something? Or or what runs through your heart when you see somebody in power, somebody in a position of privilege take advantage of somebody else for their own personal pleasure or gain? And maybe you don't go into rage mode like The Incredible Hulk, but all of those things that I just mentioned will take you on the scale of anger somewhere, right? It could be irritation, being annoyed, upset, frustrated, bitter on edge, more argumentative, less kind, indignant, maybe even abusive, verbal, physical, emotional abuse. And all those things are on the spectrum of anger. So we get angry, let's not deny it, let's not avoid it, let's not minimize it, let's just admit it. How we express our anger, it might look different on the outside, but on the inside, we are quite the same. So let's just agree on that. And, uh, and let's hear how David, who is a king of Israel, let's hear how he voices his anger in Psalm 4. Quick occasion, David's a leader. We don't know, know exactly what's going on in his life, but he's being opposed by people around him, very important, influential people around him. He's going, so David is going through a trial. It could be related to his son, which is Psalm 3. There could be a connection there. But, um, but And David, he probably composes this, I'm guessing he composes this prayer, this Psalm, at night when he Sleep. You'll, you'll see why toward the end. Okay, so listen as I read God's word for us in Psalm 4. The Psalm of David Answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have given me relief when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. O men of rank, how long shall my honor be turned into shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? I say, love. But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. This is David talking him to himself and us. Ponder in your own hearts and on your beds and be silent. Say Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, who shall us so good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. And in peace I will both lie down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. So three very brief lessons about anger, just just coming out of this psalm. Okay, so lesson one. Anger is a flag that says I'm against that, right? So I've got an ice fishing flag up there. I have friends from Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, and they love to ice fish. They're crazy people, <laughs> uh, and so they tell me I've never done it. But what you do is, you know, you dig a hole in the frozen ice. You drop a baiting line and you attach it to a flag, and then you just go on the shore and you just wait. And at some point, that flag pops up and snap—that means you've got a fish on the other end of that line. And I just—I'm using that image because I think anger is a lot like that. Anger—it just pops up. It surprises us. Something happens, and and then there it comes. It emerges from our heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find ourselves getting angry, and there's nothing that we can do really to help it stop. Right? It's there, and now it has to be dealt with.
1: And so, so whatever
0: that thing is that's tugging you know, and bringing irritation, frustration, and anger out of our hearts, whatever that is, we are basically saying, I am against that. That's what anger says at its core. And I wonder really when you think about this. Some of you might think that anger is always, always bad and must be avoided. And that's just simply not true. right? You need to rethink that. Think of anger as an alarm bell that alerts you that you are opposed to that. So, you see police brutality. You hear reports of women in war being taken to the other side and abused and raped. You hear about a corporation making millions and millions of dollars by polluting, the, stealthily polluting the water of people who are just unaware um, in the community. And you hear these things, and what? You you get angry, why? Because you say, I am against that," And and that is a good, healthy reaction. We should be against injustice, evil, and abuse. That's a healthy response for us and for God. And what, what aroused David's anger in Psalm 4? Look at verse 2 right there. O men of rank, how long shall my honor be turned to shame? And, and here what I hear David saying is like, you have, you people out there who have influence and power, you are looking for my downfall. You, you are disrespecting me, and you are encouraging others to disrespect me, and you are trying to bring, bring me down for no good reason. I am against that. So he's angry. But we know there are a lot of things out there that we are against that aren't. It's not healthy anger. It's Unhealthy, selfish, destructive anger. Right? So somebody else wins an award, an award that you wanted. And what you get bitter, jealous, and angry. And that's your internal way of saying, I'm against that. I don't want it for them, I want it for me. Or you know, being really basic, you're at home or you're somewhere just relaxing on the couch, watching a show and you know, somebody like your mom or dad or whoever tells you to do something, like, you know, go wash the dishes, or clean the, clean your room, whatever. And you might get angry and basically like, I'm against that. I, I, I want me time, right? I want peace and quiet and do what I want. And then a fight breaks out because they're against what <laughs> you want, right? And so there's like two confusing people there. So just, the next time you become angry, you know, see it as a flag that pops up, and, and then answer that question. probably going to be close to impossible to answer that question in the moment, but at some point answer the question, what is it that I am against because I'm angry? It's very revealing. Or you can think about the last time you were angry and ask that question, what was I against? So that's lesson one. Okay? Lesson two, anger reveals what we've done. And here I have an image of an x-ray, because when you look beneath the surface of anger, it reveals, it will show you very clearly what you cherish, what you value, what you care about deeply. Okay, so look at Psalm 4 again. I have some of these things up here. David, what, he values his reputation. How long shall my honor be turned into shame? He values truth, speaking truth, and living it. Right? Verse 2. How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? And David values being faithful to God and recognizing God. Verse 3. But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. So David values his reputation. He values the truth. He values faithfulness to God, recognizing God. And because these things are being blocked around David, he's angry. And so go back to the watching the show on the couch example. Or, or just some other example in your head. Like when you're told to go clean the dishes or clean the room, whatever. What do you value there? Okay, yeah, you value meantime or just, you know, peace and quiet watching a show. But I, I would put to you, those are really small things. And there, there are probably deeper things going on than just that. Like you might value your independence. right? You can imagine some, somebody saying this, leave me alone and I'll get to it or you can value being trusted and respected as a person or as an adult. Like, I said I would do it, and I'm planning on doing it after the show's over. Just trust me. Or you value being given the benefit of the doubt. Like, like, you have no idea. I've done so many things today, and I was finally taking a rest. And I'll get to it eventually. But you have no idea what I've done. Give me the benefit of the doubt. Those are things we value, too. And those typically lie way beneath the surface. And so if you can become skilled enough to see through the outer layer of your anger, like an x-ray can see through the skin, then you'll see some of the deeper things going on that you value that are fueling the fires of your anger. It's hard, but it it can be very annoying. Think of Jesus when he was angry in the temple, right? Flipping the money tables where people were trying to worship. What was he against? He was against hypocrisy and greed. And what what did his anger reveal about what he deeply valued? He deeply valued sincerity to God or sincerity with God. He he didn't didn't want people to be fooled by just a shadow of religion. And so that's what made him angry. And that's what was going on in his anger. So, you know, you can recall the last few times you have been angry. And, you know, what does it reveal about what really matters, what you really value? And that's what's fueling your anger in those moments. Finally, a third lesson, anger is unavoidable. I hope hope I've convinced you of of that at this point. And so the question is, is, how do you respond in it? Right? It's not, how can I avoid anger for the rest of my life? It's a futile exercise. It is, when I become angry, how will I respond? That is the question. Notice what David says in verse 4. I think this is the critical verse. He says, be angry. You hear that? He says, be angry. Then he's talking to himself and now to us a thousand years later. But be angry and do not sin. <clears throat> so David recognizes that you're going to be angry. It's impossible not to get angry. But when you get angry, don't fall or don't go into sin. He doesn't say never be angry, He just a given. So when we experience anger, we have to be careful that we don't move or go into sin. This is why I have, you know, a road diverged in two ways. I think that when you get angry, there's a decision point. And you can go down a very destructive, sinful, selfish path, or you can go down a constructive, healthy, healthy, godly path. That's the decision point. It is possible to be angry and do not sin, Jesus did. Right? So the two paths image. And David he, he says in verse four, ponder in your own hearts and on your beds and be silent. I, I, I just think, I can just picture David in bed. I, I think, you know, when you are so upset, so angry about something, what? You're lying in bed at night and you can't sleep. I know, I see lots of smiles on your faces, and I know this because I do this too. You can't sleep because why? The person you're angry with, you're just thinking about the next time I see them, I want to say this and this. I want to make them feel the weight of what they've done. You kind of go through these scenarios in your bed. You can't sleep, right? I don't know if this is what's happening to David right now, but he's on his bed. He's pondering. He says, ponder in your own hearts, on your beds." bed, you know, when that forced silence, and be quiet. And so when you're upset, and you're angry, and you can't fall asleep, and you're scheming about what you're going to do, right? It's like, No. You're going down the the, the destructive road, right? Instead, ponder and be silent. Bring the gospel to bear, bring the character of God to bear, you know, into this situation now. And and, and so I just, for these last three minutes, I just want to get extremely practical. Like, what 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 could it look like to ponder and be silent, right? Or to, to move down the godly path? All right, so here we go. When you're angry, go to the next slide. Yeah, thank you. When you're angry, do not withdraw into a cave and isolate yourself. Do not medicate the pain of your anger with something destructive. Uh, these were so easy for me to come up with because uh, I'm a human being. Do not give up and think that there is no hope. Do not beat yourself up and immediately think it is your fault. I mean, it might be. But don't, like some of you just immediately do that, right? I'm the fault. That's something to ponder. Don't retaliate, right? And we all retaliate differently. Are you an iceberg? Are you just like be really cold toward the person that you're angry with? And you want to just make them feel your anger slowly over time? Are you a volcano? So you're just going to blow up and you're letting them have it the next time you get them? Are you a judo master? Some of you are judo masters. Like, you manipulate, you gossip, <laughs> you undermine, you get your revenge in very clever, subtle ways. Like martial art type ways, <laughs> Are you a simmering pot? You just you just act happy. Everything is fine. You act happy, but you're really upset, and at some point it just slowly boils and it boils over. Right? But progressively you get more annoyed and angry. Just so be aware of how you do anger, and these are all disruptive paths. So don't do these things. Instead, when you're angry, this is the path which you go down, right? So repent. You know, take a log out of your own eye before you try to take the speck out of your knees. Forgive. like Even before you talk to them, forgive in your heart. Forgive them in your heart. Or ask God to give you the strength. You. Seek reconciliation. Like Don't harbor anger. Even if you are on your pillow at night, and you're sort of rehearsing what you're going to say, and how you're going to put them in your the place, and hoping to stop that. You can't reconcile right there, necessarily. Maybe it's too late. But at least commit to reconciling with them. Speak the truth in love. Right? Pray for change in your own heart and their heart. Pray for them. Voice your anger to God. His shoulders are much bigger than yours to carry this burden. And this is what the first 15 songs are about. It's about different people voicing their anger to God. Remind yourself that God is the judge over he sees everything. Nothing escapes him. So you're not the judge. And then so I thought like this one, to Serve somebody else. When we get angry, we just focus so much on ourselves, right? And so just, just if you're having a hard time just getting the focus off yourself and you're angry, just, like, just go help somebody. Just go serve somebody. Go do something. That's something really constructive, A lot more productive and better than the alternative, right? So just one more minute. Please hear me. Like, you could have heard those things that I just routed off in the last few minutes, and that could be sort of a book you pull off the shelf. Like, here are 20 steps to sort of dealing with your anger, right? This is not self help. Okay, so I just want to remind us that as Christians, as people under God, right, we approach anger in light of the gospel, and in light of who God is. Right? We, we have been forgiven. We have, been, we have not been treated as our sins deserve. God does not do that. God does not pursue us in anger, right? He pursues us in love and in mercy. We have been shown mercy. Jesus has sacrificed and given so that we might be accepted and embraced. And, and so these things that, you know, that I just mentioned in my 30 seconds, this now becomes the core of our identity. And so then, when we become angry, we're to steward that angry in light of who God is, how he's loved us, and how he's demonstrated his love towards us. It just changes everything. And and this is the path to peace and rest. That's where the psalm ends. And and so when you get angry, by God's grace and by God's spirit, you avoid the do-nots, and you embrace the do's, and you try to walk in them. But, but as we faithfully live in our anger, and we bring it to God, and we live faithfully before God, we will find peace. You might not feel completely like the mind is going slate, but the peace will be, I know I am living faithfully before God in light of my circumstances, in light of my situation, and there's a certain amount of peace that comes from knowing that, Right? And also rest that we know that we belong to God and we're living faithfully. Before okay, and, so, and I think this is where David ends up. He ends up experiencing that kind of peace and that kind of rest because he has brought his anger to God and he's trying to live faithfully before God with his anger. In peace, I will both lie down and sleep, he says, for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. The Lord, we do praise you and thank you That we can just talk about Just a multitude of emotions We can talk about praise We can talk about joy Gratitude We can talk about despair and Discouragement We can talk about anger Because this is what it means to be human And you know that um, And it is sweet to enter into these songs And to get glimpses Of how your people experience these things And how they brought them before you that for each one here, you would help us bring these things to you and before you, and that you would grow us, grow us as as, as individuals, but you would grow us as a community. What does it look like to just just to bring our emotions to you and surrender them to you, to live in light of them um, with you, um, and to do so as a community, as a healthy community that honors you and His Word. For us. So, thank you for each one here. I pray that you continue to bless. How time to get them to this in the <laughs> man.